Where the hell have you been, soldier? Training, sir! Training, sir! What kind of training, son? Pizza training, sir! Hey, 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 hey! Welcome! To episode number 43 of Drew and Sam Talk Training. I'm Sam with Fowler Consulting. And I am Drew Helmholtz with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. You might wonder about the excitement, but I'll tell you why I'm so excited. Uh, is it this again? Is it really? It really I mean, is. This is, uh, I mean, I'm just over the moon about this segment that we've done, this taken thing, because we just... Uh, you know, you and I have the luxury of running around the country and talking to great operators and getting in front of just fired up general managers and assistant managers and supervisors. And we get to learn the things from them that they're doing. And I, this this taken thing is uh, it's just taken my breath away. I love it. All right. And that's the case Then instead of doing take my breath away let's do some liam neeson and get into a taken i do have are a very particular set of skills skills i've acquired over a very long career and so drew so sam it's taken it is taken it's my favorite it is your favorite but i'm gonna let you lead off so what have you drew helmholtz of better than yesterday consulting taken from the stores we interrupt this program to bring you a special report. I have an update. I don't actually have a taken at this moment. I'll get there in a minute, but I have an update. A few episodes ago, we did a listener challenge taken where we said, hey, you can modify the image poster, put it next to a mirror, do the high five challenge, like, like set up this entire thing to start your team members off right. Three days ago, I received an email from a supervisor who was like, Hey, I know you don't know me, but one of my GMs listens and I'm not quite clear as to what they're trying to do here. Can you help me out with how to build your image mirror? Okay. I'm going to jump in there for just a second. And I promise it'll only be a second right now. I am battling a mental ping pong game in my head and the ping pong game on one side is I'm so excited that someone reached out to you to do this. But on the right. other side of the table, I'm wondering why it is I'm just hearing about this now. Because I felt like holding it back for Taken. I wanted to surprise you. I wanted to see the glimmer in your eyes. I wanted to see the joy on your face. How cool is that? Now, I did maybe reference the supervisor. Check out this episode here. And by the way, here's the full detail. I even sent them the link. And I found, um, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, I couldn't find on Pinet an editable uh, PDF for the image guide. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to get our crack team of researchers on that because I was sure that that was available. So go ahead. I'll get our crack team of researchers on that right now. Right. That's what I thought. That's what I thought too. So I sent them the link to it. Um, I use Adobe. I'm a huge fan of the full Adobe suite where you can actually edit PDFs. That's right. 
you can take a PDF and you can convert it into a Word document or you can edit it. But I suggested to the supervisor to use the Adobe to edit the, the PDF as well. But now I'm just waiting because I told him, if you send me a picture of the final product, I will send you stuff because I think it's just so cool. And I think it would be so amazing to have that image on a placard down the one side. For me, I'm right-handed so, or left-handed. So I always want the placard on the right side because that's just the way it is for me. Placard on the right, mirror in the center, high five on the top of it, a couple markers on the floor so that whether you're five, six, or six, eight, you stand in the right spot so you can see your full self in the mirror. I mean, it'd be amazing. So I just wanted to give you that update that, yes, I totally held out and didn't tell you because I wanted to see your unfiltered response because I thought it was really cool. Well, I appreciate that. And I've just got news from our crack research staff that editable perfect image poster is apparently no longer available on PyNet. So it was there. Um, your and I's mutual friend, Michelle Kozil had it in a Word document, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Because the franchisees would change it and update it to their standard. But yeah, seems like it's gone. Yeah, it does not appear to be there any longer. So I like your work around using the Adobe full version and just going in and doing what you need to do to it. I'm just a huge fan of that mirror that we worked out. And, and I'm hoping to see a picture of that because I will share that all over the place because we, we just had the interview with Carrie in her last episode. Oh my gosh, I can't remember if it was recorded or not where she said one of her pet peeves was, yeah, no, it was still recorded. It was still recorded where she said image was a pet peeve and she wouldn't even talk to you if you were out of image. How cool would it be to have that little image station, which yes, it's one more thing on the wall, but your image poster today is on the wall, probably back by your office or somewhere where nobody sees it. So why not put it where it matters, right? Why not put it where you clock in, put the mirror there, have the high five, like everybody starts off their shift on such a high note. I think Mel Robbins would be a big fan. Oh, Mel Robbins would love it. And that's our, our next quest for non-Domino's guest is Mel Robbins. You know, as you were talking about Carrie and that interview we did, and, you know, when she was talking about the image, she, she was communicating with me to the core because I'm huge on image. I can't help to think there might be some listeners that saying, why are you spending so much time talking about these little things in this image? And my response to this, and my guess, your response would be similar. And if it's not, I'm sure you'll let me know. But my guess would be that I tell folks all the time, if your team can't do the little things, there's no way they will be able to execute the big things. And to me, image is the smallest of things to manage because it is so well buttoned up in the standards. There is nothing left to the imagination when it comes to image all you simply have to do is have the standards handy. And if you don't, you can order yourself a big book of standards. But all you have to do is have the standards handy and you don't even have to be the bad guy. You can play good cop, bad cop. I think it's actually good cop, bad book. Exactly. The bad cop can be the book. You know, somebody comes in and they've got a septum piercing and you can say, you know, I, I think that's not allowed, but let's check the book. I'm not sure. Let's check the book. And then you can have the team member read the book and go, oh yeah, the bad book. It says you can't do that. So I guess you can't do that. And it doesn't become 
what your standards are or that you're judging somebody, it becomes these are the standards. And because we're Domino's Pizza and it doesn't say Sam's Pizza and it doesn't say Drew's Pizza, then we've we've got to follow these standards. So, you know, I think we're getting off the taken path a little bit. Oh, you're fine. I I, I like so what I call it when I'm talking with clients, because we talk goals and and vision, especially when I'm talking with franchisees. I also introduced the other concept to your point of what I call minimum performance standards. And, and image is right there. Call outs or lates are right there. Like, like for you to stay employed here and get a check, you've got to do these things. This isn't about a 30 second pizza. This is about smiling to customers, being a part of a team, showing up an image, showing up on time, showing up when you're scheduled or finding someone who will like, like very minimum, like to stay here and stay a part of the team. This is what you have to do. And that's why you've got to put some time to it. Because if you don't do that, to your point, you're spot on. There's no way you're going to get the bigger goals. You're not going to hit the double down stuff. You're not going to, you're not going to be number one in every neighborhood. If you can't show up with a clean shirt, I don't care if it's tucked in or untucked. If it's tucked in with a belt on, like, like if you can't meet these minimum things, it's just not going to happen. You and I are both big into the sports ball. We love our sports analogies. Mm, hockey's killing me right now, but yes. Well, it's not killing you nearly as much as it killed me this year. Yeah, but your team's that goes golfing, without saying. But that's fun. Yeah. <clears throat> but imagine if you tuned into your television on Sunday afternoon to watch your, your favorite football team, whoever that may be. Football and, is the devil. And the team came running out of the tunnel and their jerseys hadn't been washed since the last game. That's your first impression. <laughs> take it, take it one step further, right? How many times when it gets cold or it rains, do you see everybody put their own jackets on? Could you imagine right. if, <laughs> yeah. if the Detroit Lions came out and some of the guys are in jeans and t-shirts and some of them are in the, the full uniform, some have ads, some don't. And, you know, I, I love that you mentioned the Detroit Lions because as a Lions fan, the only thing I've got to look forward to is how good the uniforms look. I love the Honolulu blue and silver. And if they're not wearing it or it's not clean, oh, my goodness gracious, I've got no reason at all to watch my team. So, yeah, you got to do the little things if you want the big things to happen. And, um, you know, Gary, thank you so much for for letting me know I am not the only Phrased image person in the world. All right, so that's my that's my follow up taken. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Sam, you've been out about in the wild, teaching leadership classes, traveling the world, seeing stores, high fiving people. What's your taken? Well, my taken is a little bit out of the ordinary for what I usually do on taken. Usually. I've seen a best practice or I've seen something where someone's performance is going up. For this episode of Taken, I had the pleasure of doing a workshop in the training room of a Domino's pizza store that had opened the very same day we were doing the training. It was their first day of business. What I got to experience for the first time in a long, long time, because I, I don't remember the last time. I was at a store opening and I saw team members coming into the restaurant for the very first time. So I got to see over the course of two days, 
40 different team members from surrounding stores and their own store come into this restaurant for the first time. And it was just amazing to me to stand back and watch them walk around the store and talk about how great the new setup was. And if I had my chance, I might change this just a little bit, or I would put this here. But it was amazing to me. And I'm talking, there were drivers coming in and, and doing the same thing, not just managers and, assist, and assistant managers. It was just amazing to me to see this huge investment that franchisee Chris Short had put into this new store in Madison, Ohio, and Kelly Dick for doing all the work to get it up, and his supervisor, Jason, for making sure all the T's were crossed and the I's were dotted. But what Kelly and Jason and Chris didn't get to witness, and what I did get to witness, was these team members coming into the store and just, oh my God, look how pretty that brand new triple deck oven is. And oh, you've got double make lines. That's got to be amazing. And I could be able to put all my toppings on top. And it just made my heart feel all warm and fuzzy because these team members cared. They were excited and proud to have a new workspace. And I heard one of them say, and I kid you not, the guys that are working in the store better keep this clean. And it was just, it was so fun and so exciting to see how much pride they had taken in this huge investment that Chris had put into this store and the store that he moved it from to this store. And I didn't get to get inside of it, but I drove by it. It's a freestanding building. It looked like it had plenty of room. It was very well. It had great signage outside of it. I mean, it's not like these guys were going from the outhouse to the penthouse. They were going from what looked like a pretty decent store to an absolute Taj Mahal and they knew it. You know, we heard Carrie talk about, I don't think my team members understand how good they've got it until some of them leave and some of them come back. And, you know, Richard Sheridan said the same thing about Menlo Innovations. People don't understand that what we do here is different. Chris, if you're listening, Jason, if you're listening, Kelly, if you're listening, your team members are so appreciative of the investment you put into that new store. And I heard it from each and every one of them. And I am just so glad that I was there to be able to witness that because it's so nice to see our hardworking men and women and team members do a great job. You know, there's always something so fun about a clean new store. Sam, if you were in a store that was reimaged six, seven years ago, is there any way you could possibly get it to that state again? I'm not exactly sure where you're going with us. So I'm just going to go with it where I would go with it. The store's got to be clean. Thank you. That's totally where I was going with it, Sam. You know, the key to a clean store is not an overnight cleaning party. The key to a clean store is a rock solid close each and every night and making sure that your drivers and your closing insiders and you as a leader have set clear expectations and understand what clean means. We run restaurants. Personally, I don't want to spend my money in a dirty restaurant. We run restaurants. And if you're not doing a manager's walk that takes you from the front of the store to the back of the store every now and again, we call that a snapshot at BTY. If you're not taking a snapshot while you're doing your manager's walk, you got to start doing that or your stores are going to get dirty and they're going to get dirty fast because running a Domino's pizza restaurant can be a dirty business every now and again, and you got to keep it clean. And I would say if your store is not clean like it was new, your overnight cleaning party will absolutely help 
just have the cleaning checklist ready uh, beforehand. Let your team know that this is what it's going to be, that we're going to clean it. We're going to get it to zero and then we're going to keep it. It's just such a better place for the customers to come. And when the customers see it's clean, not only will they spend money, but they might tell somebody to go work there or they might work there themselves because nobody wants to work in a place that's clarity. That was a word I learned from Russell where it it's as clean as it's going to get and it still looks dirty. Yeah. Yeah. That's no good. Yeah. I had a leader once tell me when, you know, he told me to clean something and I said, it's not dirty. And he looked at me and he said, Sam, if you clean things before they get dirty, they never get dirty. You know, if you think about the largest piece of capital equipment in your, in your store, and that's your pizza oven. If you took two minutes a day before you turned it on and wiped the entire exterior, it would never be dirty. And it would just take you two minutes a day. It wouldn't even take you two. It'd take you a minute. And it, it, you just cleaning off yesterday's grease that you can't really even see yet. And then, it, then your silver oven doesn't turn gold or your red oven doesn't turn gold because it's got so much buildup. For our listeners, if you're in the brand and you're going to reach out to Sam or I and say, hey, this is a great idea. Do you have a cleaning checklist for us? I will tell you without hesitation, no, I don't have a cleaning checklist for you. I can tell you, go on to any of the Facebook groups. There are literally thousands of them on there. Find one that works for you. The key isn't the checklist. The key is having everybody bought into the checklist that everyone knows who's supposed to clean the restroom, who's supposed to do what at open, who's supposed to do what at midday, who's supposed to do what at close. That's the key. It's not what's on the checklist. I mean, granted, if you don't put the oven on there and it never gets cleaned, you'll figure that out. Add the oven. It's not what's on the checklist. It's you following up and the entire team cleaning something every day. Didn't we talk about that in boostable training and talking about position charts and making sure people know their primary, their secondary, and their side work so that every team member understands what their role for today's success to be. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're starting to sound like old grouchy men at this point. Well, it's because at least one of us is an old grouchy man. Uh, I'll, I'll accept that today. Oh, no, I meant me, but thank you. I take it. Oh, no, I was just <laughs> accepting the fact that one of us is. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, gang, uh, we are on final approach. We are going to land this plane. And this has been episode number 43 of Drew and Sam Talk Training. We have once again talking about my favorite segment, which is Taken. I'm Sam with Fowler Consulting. And it seems that I am Drew with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. We would absolutely love it if you'd share these episodes with your friends, like them, follow us, and subscribe. But of course, as always, if you do nothing else at all, go out and sell more pizza. And have some fun, more fun, most fun. Have fun. Find a way, have fun. Sell more pizza and have more fun. That's all, folks.